All right, guys, I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. It's it's a special episode for me, for sure, because I launched this podcast just a couple of months after I launched my very first own coaching business, the LinkedIn Method Academy. And at the time of dropping this episode, I have hit a million dollars in sales in 19 months. Crazy, right? Crazy. So anyway, this episode is going to be all about unpacking the lessons I've learned in trials and tribulations along the way. So I hope you really enjoy. Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine to five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief, but now operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. All right, guys. Good morning. It is Friday morning for me here in Davidson, North Carolina, and I have chills all over my body because of this episode, not because I've recently recovered from COVID. I did have chills all over my body. I'm actually just have chills about this episode because we have officially hit a million dollars in sales in my LinkedIn Method Academy and private coaching, the whole conglomeration of the Burnout to All Out company. And it is with such gratitude that I thought I have got to take this epic moment and make a podcast about it. And so this is going to be a quick, uh, quick and dirty on my reflection of the trials and tribulations of launching a business and scaling it to seven figures in 19 months. Okay. So uh, I'm going to walk through with you guys a couple of things that in reflection, I think were really important to implement or follow along the way. Okay. So here we go. Number one, most importantly, probably is believe you are capable and declare it to the world. Okay. It's so funny. You guys probably get the memories on Facebook of like a post from a year or two ago. And I get these cute like posts, reminders of these janky little social media flyers when it was just me trying to drum up business. And I called it the LinkedIn boot camp. And I was white knuckling it 
networking on social, didn't have a single person working for me. But I, you know what I did? I put a stake in the ground and I declared to the world, I am starting this business. I am open for business. And who wants to come get some coaching, right? So you have to declare it to the world. And the other thing is you have to believe you're capable. And that's a tough one. I'm going to unpack this a little bit more in a minute. But I'll just say top level, many times you have to hire someone else to help you between the years for the mindset piece. I just came back from a big mastermind event where seven and eight figure business owners were on stage talking and coaching. And the one common thread they all had is no matter what level they were, they all still had a coach. They had a mindset. One of them had a business psychologist, right? They all had therapists, psychologists, you name it, to help them stay in the right mindset and mind frame that they were capable, right? Because the rest of the world's going to think you're crazy to start your own business, right? Maybe we are a little bit crazy. Okay. So number one, believe you are capable and declare it to the world. Number two, this was a hard lesson learned. Don't rely on social media as your reservoir to keep track of potential clients and prospects for marketing. This was a really, really tough lesson for me when I had first gotten started with my LinkedIn coaching and I had built a private Facebook community and I was funneling my network in there that were interested. Does that sound familiar for some of you? I'd already launched my first coaching course and it went really well. And I was getting myself together to launch the next one. And I had all these great leads in the DMs and I had, you know, a great community in the Facebook group. And guess what happened? My account was hacked. I'm not going to get into the details. It's in a whole nother episode. But the bottom line is, my account was shut down overnight. I lost every contact that was in my community that I was coaching. I lost everything, everything at a moment's notice, okay? And so my point here, and I know that you guys have heard this, but I'm going to say it until the cows come home. You need to be building an email list. If you are in the business of selling and building relationships and rapport to leverage and scale a business online, you need to be collecting people's emails. We are in the middle of launching a mastermind right now, and we're not even using social or Facebook ads as our lead. We're using my email list. We're emailing folks, right? So there's also the option for text, for text sequence. But the bottom line is, if you hear nothing else from this podcast, do not rely on social media as your tracking mechanism for potential clients and ways to communicate. Build your email list. Have a freebie magnet out there to give to people to collect their emails, okay? I had to rebuild from scratch. I had to rebuild a whole another Facebook account. Okay, number three, make space to make it happen. Are you dreaming about a business that you want to launch? Are you kind of half-assing it and making a little bit of room here and there and telling yourself, oh, the one day, one day, right? One day I'll find time. I'm here to tell you right now, you'll never find time if you don't make space and put a stake in the ground that it's not a hobby or a vision, 
but it's your dream business. So I'll tell you what I did that really propelled my business. When I put a stake in the ground and decided I am going to launch this coaching, I am going to launch this course, I booked a hotel room for three nights and left the house. And I told my husband, I need this uninterrupted space to build out this program and run with it, right? So my point here is that we are not magically going to make time to launch a business. You have to own your calendar and you have to put a stake in the ground and protect time. And it takes a lot of mental load and thinking time to build a business. And so if you think you're just going to wedge it in here and there, it's going to take you an incredibly long time and you may never get around to it, right? So putting a stake in the ground, making space for it, making strategy time for it when you have the energy reserves is going to be really important, okay? All right, number four, visualize the lives you will impact through the income you will make and make it your mission, okay? I'm going to say that one more time. Visualize the lives you will impact through the income you will make and make it your mission. My mission with my LinkedIn method is to teach people how to fall back in love with social selling, right? So many clients of ours come in just exhausted at trying to stand out on Instagram and Facebook. My mission is to see them glow, to light back up, to fall back in love with their businesses, to begin building their businesses with gusto, right? And what we see and what we know is that your impact on others will have a direct correlation with your income. I'm going to say that again. Your impact on others will have a direct correlation on your income. So what we've seen is as our clients become wildly successful, what do they do? They go tell their friends, hey, I had really great success in this program. I'm generating so many leads. You've got to come check this program out. Creating massive impact will impact your income. So what kind of quality business and service are you providing? What pain point and solution are you providing for the people that you serve? Are you making a massive impact? The bigger the impact, the bigger your income. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is investing. It's a scary term. A lot of people don't want to talk about when they first get started, right? But I talk about this all the time. You have a lid on what you know and what you're capable of. You may have a phenomenal business idea, but you don't have the skill set to actually launch it or monetize it. And so There's a couple of areas you really need to invest to get started. Three categories, investing in the right mentors, okay, and then investing in the right support team to support you and investing in the right mastermind so that you are surrounded by the right high vibe to propel you forward and show you what's possible. So let's unpack those three categories just a little bit. So the first one, invest in the right mentors. Over the past 19 months, I've had a business mentor and I've had a mindset coach. And they have kept me straight and arrow when when things were really good, I celebrated with them. When things are really bad, they help pick me up and strategize and redirect, right? Redirect. 
But the bottom line is having a mindset coach has helped me with my rate limiting thoughts about what I'm even capable of, right? And having the business coach has given me the blueprint and the strategy to really grow and scale my business, right? Okay. The second piece of the invest was to invest in your team. You may be brand new to the scene of entrepreneurship, but I can tell you there's some things that you could be delegating. And again, I have a whole nother episode on this, but there's tasks that you could be delegating that don't require your face or your voice that could save you some time to work on the things that require your brain, your voice, your face in your business. And as you scale and create more income, you can hire more out, right? Again, I've got two episodes on that earlier on that you can go check out. And the third piece of investing that I found in scaling to a million in sales was investing in masterminds so that, you know, entrepreneurship is a lonely place where you can be the only one in the room. But here I am recording in an office all by myself at 8 a.m. on a Friday. And pretty much every day of the week, it's me in this office all by myself. And if I didn't pay to play, to pull my chair up to a table of men and women making six, seven, and eight figures, having touch points and coaching calls with them weekly, I don't know that I would be as inspired. I know for sure I wouldn't be as inspired about what is possible, what I'm capable of, right? Being inspired by what others are doing and to be able to share and learn from each other best practices and not to mention the networking. One of the biggest reasons my business took off was because of the networking I did in my masterminds, finding people who needed my services, finding people who needed my coaching, right? And the last thing I'll say on this is if you are the most successful person in the room, you need a new room. Who's challenging you to grow? Who's inspiring you to level up to another level, right? A shameless plug here, but We've recently opened up to the public our Burnout to All Out Mastermind, where we're teaching people and motivating people to elevate their business through elevating their inner circle and joining our mastermind. And the reason I launched it is because I found it so important. It's so important in your day-to-day operations of your business to be connected in a community of other people doing the things that you are doing, relating to you, problem-solving with you, inspiring you, cheering you on telling you you're not crazy. They're out there in the Wild West doing the things too, right? Hey there, we're going to take a brief little interruption. I think you guys will love why I'm doing this little interruption. And that is because we hear from you all the time over in the Burnout to All Out community on our Facebook page. You've got questions. You want coaching. And so one of the things we are opening up to our Burnout to All Out community that are listening in right now to this podcast is a chance to get your questions answered in a live hot seat coaching session with me, yours truly, Melissa Hinault, in our Burnout to All Out community. And the audio will be recorded and you will be debuted in our podcast with your questions. So if that piques your curiosity and you're intrigued, here's the deal. All you have to do is text the word question. Again, text the word question to the number 1-833-310-7171. Again, text the word question to 
1-833-310-7171. And when you do that, we will come back to you with another message asking you to submit your question. Two to three lucky people will be selected every single week to be featured in my Facebook community and on my podcast. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. Another one, don't let the highs get you too high and don't let the lows get you too low, okay? There are lessons in the lows and there's times to celebrate in the highs, but we can't live for them and they can't control us. So let's talk about the lows first, right? There are lows in entrepreneurship. There are months where we totally drop the ball. We have a horrible launch. We don't make the income we planned on, right? My account was hacked into, right? My social media accounts were hacked into. My PayPal accounts were hacked. And I had a hacker that was sending bills to clients. One could say, oh my God, Melissa, that's disastrous, right? But what I've learned in the past year and a half is to pause and ask myself, what was the lesson in this? God is giving me a lesson and a blessing right now, and I need to seek it. And the lesson I learned with that, with the hack, was that I did not have a two-step authentication factor on any of my socials and my billing processors, okay? This is very important. And this was before I'd really scaled to a six-figure and multiple six-figure launches. I now know and have put in place a two-step authentication factor on all of my socials, on all of my accounts, which God was setting me up for that. He hacked me when we were in the middle of our first mini little boot camp launch. I made 1200 bucks. My course cost $100 a piece and I got hacked. And it was a lesson in God saying, you need to get your shit together before you're able to manage everything I am going to hand down to you. And that is exactly what I did. We got our shit together so that we could manage the volume with security coming down to me. So you have to look for the blessings, right? Another low that we had was when our processor shut down. And that was a nightmare, right? And that was a lesson to us that you have to have more than one way at all times to bill clients. Because the last thing you want to have happen is to be in the middle of a launch, an open cart, and no one can pay you. It's devastating, to say the least. So when this happened, I could have chosen to crumble and say the world is just stacked against me or say, dear God, what is the lesson in this? The lesson in this was you need to make sure you have two ways to always be able to bill your clients, which is the path that we went. Okay, there was a lesson there. The last lesson I learned in the lows was that all clients aren't nice. All clients aren't going to align to you. And all clients aren't going to love you. Some of them are going to put you in a category and think you're a different person than you actually are. We are blessed that I would say 99% of our clients have been amazing. But I learned early on that. The nasty ones, you don't have to serve them. I learned quickly, I own this business. I'm in charge of the energy in this community. You're out. You're out. You have the ownership to control 
the energy in your business and control the clients that you decide to serve. Okay. So let's talk about the highs. The highs can be intoxicating. You can get high and end up equating your own self-worth to the amount of money you're bringing in with your launches. And that can get very dangerous because when you are, and I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, it's happened to me. When you are aligning your identity to the financial success of the company, it can become very detrimental to you and to your health. We've done $250,000 in a month and we've done $15,000 in a month in launches, right? And there's the lows and the highs and you have to learn to ride the wave, even keel, because the most successful entrepreneurs know how to ride that wave on a flat plane, if that makes sense. They don't get too high. They don't get too low. They don't associate self-worth with so much of the highs and so much of the lows, right? The key is resiliency to get back up, learn the lesson, know that everything is figure-outable. Everything is figure-outable, right? Obviously, celebrate the wins when you get them, but don't align your identity to them, okay? Quote I heard the other day that I absolutely love is that when you feel stuck, if you're feeling as though you are in a low, what I want you to use is instead of saying I'm stuck, because you'll stay stuck if you're telling yourself you're stuck. But if you say, I've arrived at a stopping point until I have received more information about the direction I am going, I want you to think about how that sits. I'm going to say it again. I've arrived at a stopping point until I have received more information about the direction I'm going. So the next time you are stuck, I want you to say that out loud. I want you to write it down and know that the direction that you need to go is coming to you. You just don't have enough information yet, right? A couple more and then we can wrap up. The next one is to cut toxic relationships and negative energy. Man, did I have to learn this over the last year and a half. Cutting out the negative clients. There may be negative relationships in your extended life with friends and family that you have to put on pause, put a distance on as you're growing personally and professionally. And that's, that's really important. The next one is to try new things, but balance it with not constantly having the shiny object syndrome, which is viral in the online entrepreneurial space of, you know, the next big thing that's going to give me all the leads, the next widget that's going to automate this, the next way to, to monetize X, Y, Z. It can be overwhelming the amount of ways that you can get things done from a tech and operational standpoint. Having said that, I do believe it's a fair balance, right? Between being open to new technologies. So for instance, I go back to the beginning of my podcast where I said, don't rely solely on one social media page for your network. Be open to some technologies like email list, text sequence, so that you're being smart about your business. But don't overwhelm with too much technology and too many shiny objects. When we first really started to scale I feel like we had kind of signed on to too many different technologies and we ended up scaling some of it back. 
and picking and choosing what was really going to work for us. So it's, it's really important when I say try new things, I also mean change up your routine. If you're feeling like you're in a rut, one of the best things you can do is change your environment, change your atmosphere. You usually work in your office, go to a coffee shop and just change it up. Go for a long walk outside in nature before you sit down and work, right? Change up your routine and it will really supercharge your mindset to really think of new creative ways to work around things, right? All right. Two more things here. So bring others along with you as you climb and recognize those helping you along the way. This is such an energetic force that will propel you. So as I was scaling over this past year and my business was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, I could have just gone it alone and kept to myself. But I was such a raving fan of the system and process that was working for me in the mastermind I was a part of that with a lot of other female online entrepreneurs that I knew that were really good friends of mine, I felt compelled to share with them what was working for me because they were at a block. They were trying to scale. They were trying to launch bigger businesses. And I took the time to get on the phone with them and share with them my experience with the program that I was I was a part of, share with them the systems and processes that were working for me, refer them to a program that could really work for them. And I'm proud to say that out of the six people I've referred, I think five of the six have done six-figure launches with the program. The point I'm trying to make here is that I could just be successful on my own and have my blinders on and not give back and not take time to share with other people what's working for me. But that's a really poor energetic exchange, right? Versus helping others and lifting them and seeing them soar has been incredible. And it comes back full circle. One of my girlfriends that I referred into the program has recently launched, did a multiple six-figure launch and has a huge client base now who needs LinkedIn coaching. And she had me on her mastermind call yesterday coaching them on strategies for LinkedIn that could ultimately generate leads for me. So my point is give without attachment to the outcome and know that when you help other people succeed, the universe brings it back to you tenfold, right? Okay, the gratitude upwards too. So not only reach your hand down and encourage people up, don't forget the people who've mentored you, even coaches that you've paid for, they don't many times get the recognition they truly deserve. You know, even though they're wildly successful, it still feels really nice to hear people's success and to be recognized. I was recently at an event where one of my very first clients, she bought my lunch. Actually, I'm sorry, she bought my dinner. And she said, I just want to thank you. You have no idea the radical change you made in my life when you coached me a year and a half ago. I'll never forget the phone call we had. And the point of this conversation is like that really made my day. As a coach and a mentor, like I do what I do to help other people and grow their businesses. So to hear it come full circle from a client that she was changed to her core and the direction she was headed in launching a, a new business and getting out of her rut and knowing that the radical change and direction she took was because of a coaching session I had with her made me feel really good. So where I'm going with this is if you have leaders in your life or mentors who've impacted you, give them the love, 
take five minutes after this podcast, shoot them a message, recognize them on social media, give them the recognition they deserve for the impact they're making on the world, right? All right. The last thing I'll say is that on your journey to building a business, I do think it is very important to have a very good attorney because at every level, there's another devil. And the more money you make, the more complicated it can get. And I just think that it's very important to have a good attorney by your side. I actually have two. I have one that really helps me with documentation and another one that helps me with more high-level legal questions. So those are my top 10 tips for you guys on the things I've learned along the way in 19 months to scaling to seven figures. Just to wrap up and kind of tie it in a bow, when you harness what you're good at, that gives you energy and the positivity impacts other people's lives. And when you do that, you'll find a happy and lucrative space to operate creating larger impact, which creates larger income. Secondly, at every level, there's a devil, right? Your success will trigger some people. It's not you. It's them. Don't give it your energy. Lean on your positive group. I really talked a lot about the energy and the people that you surround yourself with in masterminds and mentorship will be incredibly important as you scale and become successful. and. Lastly, just my realization that, you know, launching one business 19 months ago, I was terrified that it would fail. I was terrified that I wasn't going to be successful. But what I've learned along the way is that that fear threshold, your threshold lowers as you launch new things. You never become numb to being, I use the word fearful that you may fail, but your threshold and resiliency to it becomes higher so that you're more willing to launch one after another after another, right? So we launched our LinkedIn Method Academy. And then from there, we launched a mastermind. And from there, we launched an agency. And with each one, I've been less and less concerned. And again, was I fearful that it might not succeed? Sure. But I had the resiliency and preparedness for it that my threshold for the fear is very sustainable, right? Now it's a constant, it's a constant flow of ideas of gosh, there's all this opportunity in front of us. Now we have to manage what we have time to launch and focus on and not be so fearful that we might fail, just be ready to take it on, right? Ready to take it on. So I hope that this has inspired you guys to go out there, grab the bull by the horns and live all out. Thanks for listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. For free resources, materials or information on my coaching services, go ahead over to livethefreelife.co. That's livethefreelife.co. Dot co, or check out our Facebook community at Burnout to All Out and make sure you follow Burnout to All Out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five-star review of the show, and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.